0: hey 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 everybody welcome to wake up happy sis radio show on kccr the brownstone i'm your host Leanne dolce with my unofficial (laughs) co-host over here tony sanchez and oh my god you guys we have such a great show for you guys today today we are talking about unleashing your inner goddess and learning about women's sexual health and pleasure from two of my friends over here we've got goddess honeybee we've got Shay cannon i'm gonna give you guys their um bios and then we're just gonna jump right into this topic because you know we out here we learning today y'all and we're gonna have a good time doing it sometimes women's sexuality and pleasure is a taboo subject but today we're going in and we're getting raw and real okay that's what we do over here so Let me start by introducing my awesome guests. So, Shay Cannon is a trusted fractional chief operating officer. Say that three times fast.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to total.
0: For some seven figures, multiple six-figure and um, six-figure brands. She helps entrepreneurs to stop spinning their wheels by making their businesses make sense so that they can make money and create time freedom. We all about that coin, baby. Ching-ching. She fulfills that mission by sharing content and trainings that bring clarity and focus for small business transformational growth. So, welcome to the show, Shay. Thank you, thank you. And well, here we got Goddess Honeybee. She is a pro and lifestyle femme dom and adult sex and kink educator. A self-described Black feminist freak, her kink practice is rooted in her politics and is explicitly in service of the freedom of Black people. In practice, this means that while the identities of those who worship her are varied. She prioritizes being a place where black folks, especially black women, trans, queer, uh, gender queer folks can reimagine relationships to their own bodies to certain implements like whips, floggers, ropes, and pleasure more broadly. While her talents span a wide range of kink practices, her specialties are impact play, knife play, wax, and generally making people come. Whilst at the intersection of fear arousal anticipation and liberation, she is a member of the American Association of Sexuality Expert e- Educators Counselors and Therapists (AASECT) and has presented workshops across the country. Has been published in Yes Magazine. Welcome, Goddess Honeybee. Thank you for
2: Thank having you. me Thank you for having me.
0: Yes. So, um, Tony, go ahead and introduce yourself real quick to the people in the audience.
1: Okay, well, good morning, first and foremost. Uh, I'm DJ Tony Sanchez, uh, T-Man, host of the Eye of the Storm, uh, located here in Chicago, Illinois. I'm also with KCCR Radio, The Brownstone, where we are changing the narrative of how we tell our stories. So good morning, my queens, I am honored to be here Today, boy, this is going to be interesting. Hmm. (laughs)
0: Look, we can all learn a little something over here today. That's what we're going to learn today because I'm I'm just here to learn.
1: That's right. I'm just here to learn. learn. Help me to help me.
0: Yes. So today, again, we are talking about women's sexual health and pleasure because that is such a taboo topic. And sometimes we feel like women's pleasure is not a thing. It's not a thing that we're supposed to expect, that we're supposed to have. We're just supposed to be out here popping babies out, and that's why we got these reproductive organs, and it's not for our pleasure And understanding our health as related to our sexuality, right? Making sure that we are practicing safe sex, making sure that we are taking care of our bodies properly, right? So that everything keeps going and flowing as it should. So, I want to start with you goddess honeybee tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about you already knew we was coming to be first okay yeah, because yeah. tell us how you got into being a sex and kink um educator how did that actually come about
2: yeah so um i have kind of always been first thank you for having me um and, and you know this is probably one of my favorite topics so i appreciate it um honestly Came into it pretty, yeah, pretty honestly. Um, I grew up in a household with a parent, with a mother, who's li- who's listening now and is probably like, don't mention me, but she's getting mentioned. <laughs> uh, but she you know, really raised me and my sister not to be afraid of our bodies, not to feel any kind of shame. We knew what was going on in terms of like having a period, um, I remember when I was young, maybe like kindergarten, or first grade, I got in trouble because um, I was telling people, you know, you don't have a pocketbook, you have a you, know, you have a wee-wee, you have a penis. I was like, no, your people are t- you all wrong. Um, and so have always, I say that because I've always been a person, really, I call myself like armchair sex educator, right? Um, fast forward, so I've been professionally been mostly like organizing, doing community organizing nonprofit leadership work. Um, and it was actually uh, talking to a friend of mine, um, Yannick, who <clears throat> had invited me to kick it. Uh, she and her husband, Ronnie, have a beautiful bed and breakfast in Montego Bay. And we were talking about this idea of, you know, kind of like, what do you want to do? And for me, it had always been like, you know, one day when Black people are not under fire, I'm going to Go live by the water and just talk to Black people about sex and really talk to the Black women in particular about how to really have sex that is consistently pleasurable, that is the sex of our thing, um, about desire, about unlearning those uh, tropes and the things that we um, have been learning, chain around our bodies and around our sexuality and around our desires. And her challenge to me, she asked me a question. She was like, well, I don't understand why you have to wait in order to do that. Like, if you're saying that Black people's liberation integral, into, is I don't know what, uh, inextricably linked to uh, freedom and Black people being free, then why aren't you doing that work now? And so um, I was really floored, because I was like, yeah, okay, I guess, um, you know, to your point, what would it mean to go from being an armchair sex educator uh, armchair kink girl to really being uh, intentional about it and uh, and turning it into like a practice. Right. So, how do I? Uh, it first began with me doing, like, yeah, my own work and being like, yeah, how it does and how do has kink helped me? Um, how has it supported me in being able to reconnect? and then offering that um, to other people? So, yeah. Okay. Okay. And so, Along
0: that line of women's freedom, right? And and gaining that freedom. Mm-hmm. What do you think are some of the misconceptions that people have in kind of that, and this is for you too, Shay, when it comes to sex, to our pleasure, to mm. expression, to body expression and things of that nature, what do you think are some of the misconceptions and how do we get past those? Yeah,
2: I mean, I a couple of the big ones and then I really am curious your take Touche, um are like erotophobia and whorephobia right so the fear of being seen or categorized as a whore um the fear of being Uh uh-oh right at the good part I know right
3: you want me to go ahead and give my little take while we wait damn internet yeah
0: yeah Let's she's having some internet problems y'all she's gonna come back in, in and yeah she gonna come back with the
1: thunder with the footsteps. yeah yeah because she um, was on the
3: boom i know right she's just about to give it to her. so for me i think the biggest misconception is that pleasure is something that happens to you and not something that we need to take ownership of and be intentional about which is why a lot of people don't end up having pleasure. That's why you're not waking up happy, sis, because you're not taking your pleasure into your own hands and understanding like that's that's your job. Right. It's you. And so you direct that and you direct it with intention. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, yeah, you got to take ownership of your pleasure. It's not something done to you. It is for you. But it's something that you do for yourself. And even if you're doing it for others, I mean, you're still going to get some pleasure out of it, but you need to put yourself first, right? Amen. <laughs> you need to make sure that you're getting pleasure out of things. You need to pay attention and be intentional so that you actually know what brings you pleasure and what doesn't. I think that so many people get caught up in the flow of life, right? Mm-hmm. They're just being dragged along around other people's courses of life. Um, you're people-pleasing, you're doing all the things, and you're pleasing everybody but yourself. And so you're going to look up, and you, you're going to realize you're not waking up happy, sis. And some of that is because you haven't taken ownership of your own happiness, your own pleasure.
1: Okay, now.
3: And I agree with that. And I think when you think, when you
0: look in the terms of masturbation, no. that is such a taboo word. Oh, my God. We don't masturbate. That's a bad thing, right? But along the lines of taking ownership, if I don't know what makes me happy what pleases me
1: sexually? come on now come on how now.
0: can i expect someone else to come along and please me right mm-hmm. most of my life i've never actually had an orgasm mm. never. right mm-hmm. oh, okay she's back let's let her back in all right you're back lord you gotta love the internet look technology gonna act up right technology <laughs> is gonna act up Good. But now that you're back, now you got to get big, like, let me get back to my train of thought. But yeah. we were talking about the common misconceptions. You were starting with erato, you
2: said erato something. Oh, yeah. Phobia. yeah. Yeah, The fear of erato. Or phobia, like the fear of of, uh, of of being a whore, being classified as a whore. Or a whore. Um, and Black women's sexuality has been used to subjugate us and control us for you know hundreds and hundreds of years right mm-hmm. um when you look at um even during slavery uh, the black woman's body was used as a weapon and really like weaponized against our sexuality it has never really been our own right it's been defined by other us mm-hmm. for us um and so one of the common misconceptions like, oh if you are a person who is sexual, if you are a person who enjoys sex, um, enjoy sex a lot, there's it's like, oh, you must be addicted, or oh, you're hypersexual. You're hyper-sexual. And really, by definition, hypersexual is is your desire of sex or uh, your desire of or any of those things, disrupting your life, right? So is it disrupting your ability to pay your bills? Is it disrupting your ability to take care of your kid? Is it disrupting your ability to actually... Um, do what's in your daily life, right? That is uh, That really is the definition. And if that's not happening, you're just a person who likes to have sex, right? You're just a person um, who enjoys um, those things. I'd say the other common misconception about kink in particular is that it's some white people shit. Um, there are, there's a huge rich history of black people um, and black people doing kink. Black people engaging in BDSM. And I'll say for me, that was one of the kind of barriers to really getting into BDSM as a community is being like, oh, well, you can't let people know that you're into this, like, you know, cause this is some white people shit. So I can't, you know, really tell other black folks like, yeah, you know, this is what I'm into. Um, and yeah, that's a huge misconception. Um, kink BDSM is rooted in consent. So I'd say another misconception is that like BDSM is about violence. Um, And it's like, nope, if it is not rooted in consent, if it is not rooted in pleasure, if it is not rooted in, um, you know, really doing what someone else is down for, then that's not BDSM. Like that is coercion, that is like assault, but someone hitting you against your will is not a sexual practice, right? That That is assault. But people experimenting with their relationship to pain, experimenting with their relationship to being hit, experimenting with their relationship to relinquish and control. Um, that is what BDSM is about. Yeah. And if I may add to that,
3: I mean, I just have this theory, right, that I hold on to dear. And that is there is no such thing as a freak when it comes to sex. Right. There's just things people will do and things people will not do. And so whatever you want to do, you just find somebody that wants you to do it or that will do it with you. Um, so to me, there I mean, we have so many labels that are put there to stifle us, right? Mm-hmm. And we have more as women and as black women than anybody else, right? Yep. And so one of the things that you know I think that we in particular as black women grow up with is we can I'm from the south. I'm from Alabama, I'm sure y'all can hear all of this Alabama, right? Um, and so in the South. Right, you know, you have a huge religious connotation of what being a lady is. Right, yeah. you're taught all of these things that you should not be doing, but all of a sudden, when you get married, you're supposed to know what to do. Well, how the hell does that work? Right, and so we're we're kind of set up for failure. We, you yep. know, uh, honey, while you were gone, what I said was one misconception was that pleasure is um, something that's done to you and not yes. something you are our owner of. Right, yes. and so for me it's hard to own something you were always told not to do yeah. right and so it's just you know some of us that are been rebellious since the beginning you know we kind of found ourselves and we yes. found our footing um leanne you were talking about um masturbation right and you were saying that um you had never had an orgasm until when now because i think you're about to prove another theory right. that I have. so you please tell us about that
0: so honestly I was in my 30s mm-hmm. before I'd ever had I just an want orgasm, to smack right? every person
2: who you slept with before then. <laughs> well, you know what?
0: This was the thing. Um mm-hmm. orgasms are not my end game. Yes, mm-hmm, come on. I guess Say more. right. Yeah. That's a that's a piece. Of it, but I don't have to have one to have had a great sexual experience, yes, right. Yes. For me, sex is about the connection, so I'm not just out here sleeping with any Tom, Dick, and Harry. There has to be something that I feel a connection or something. <clears throat> I won't say I ain't never been on my whole because
1: okay, now nah, because I was finna say, nah come yeah, on, we're we keeping it, nah, we keepin it real, we're keeping it
0: real, oh, yeah. Oh, I've had a couple of whole faces, they go in waves, right? They go in waves right but i still have i'm still very particular about anybody that i engage with because there's that exchange of energy right that happens so for me orgasm isn't the end game it's nice if i have it but i know how to get it on my own so yeah. if i don't have it i like the connection i like the closeness there are other aspects of sex that i like and mm-hmm. i'm i'm not sure if that's because i'd never had one so I had to create my own concept of pleasure, you know. And to this day, most men don't know how to make me orgasm. Okay.
3: And I feel like if I have to tell you. So is there not a form of education in there somewhere, Leanne? Because if you know how to get you off, right? Well, I, because, will, I will tell them, but some,
0: everybody you. But everybody, you have to realize everybody isn't out for the same thing. Ah. Every okay. sexual experience is not me wanting to please him and him wanting to please me. Okay. Sometimes he just out there trying to please
2: himself. Honestly, too often, he's just out here trying to please himself. Because hey, also hey, he hey, hey. hey, 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 hey. About, but what men are taught, so just like women are taught, um, I love what you said, Shay, in terms of, oh, it's it's as though
1: you, you just come and and you should just know.
2: Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or And also this idea that you come of age and all of a sudden, you know what to do, right? Good sex is something that just happens. You don't have to plan for it. You don't have to try for it. Um, it just happens. And what I love about, like, even this part of the conversation that we're getting into um, is one, like, yeah, you actually get to and and should explore yourself. I think the beautiful thing about, um, or the hard thing about what men are taught is that they're also taught that, like, they come of age and they just automatically know how to please a woman. They automatically know what happens. Um, That doing one thing, just, like, sticking it in, and that penetrative sex is the epitome of sex. And that there are a lot of men who are like, oh, it's penetrative sex, and if he really thinks he's a freak, he's like, okay, then I'm going to eat your pussy. And they go eat your pussy for, like, you know, five minutes um, and then go about his business because, to your point, Leanne, Too many men's primary focus is on their own pleasure. But that is a learned behavior, right? That is men, The society is focused on men's pleasure, right? Like porn is focused on men's pleasure. I was a full grown adult as a person who was like sneaking and watching porn for the longest. I was a full grown adult before I saw um, a cunnilingus scene, a scene where a woman was getting orally pleasure, was getting her pussy ate for more than like three minutes of the scene, right? Because porn is like, he's going to get his dick sucked for like most of this. Mm -hmm. Um, He may get in there and be like, and then like, that's it. And then we on to pound town, right? Um, And he's jackhammering that shit. And so men are learning, too many men are learning um, how to engage in sex, not from their partners, um, but from pornography and these other... um, avenues that say like, oh yeah, this is how you do it. And then I just assume that the woman is having fun. Right.
3: And I feel like, again, honey, that's a part of that ownership that we have to take. Right. Because just because somebody is fine, just because they talk, talk and handsome don't know, don't mean they know what they're doing. Just because you heard he was good in bed doesn't mean he's going to know what to do with you. I mean, I just... I, I, Leanne, I'm just going to say, you know, I herald you as being so uh, giving as to, you know, that not being the goal for you every time. This is your girl's goal every time. Like we both are going to have a good time. If we're both not having a good time, we need to be in a long term relationship where your uh, past has given a lot of pleasure. And I'm willing to do that now. But we're not going to start off with Shay not getting her pleasure, too. So, um I feel like that ownership, that teaching you that, hey, 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 you know, I like this. I like that. Let's make sure we both have a good time. What do you like? You know, it's a shared experience. I'm not willing to go into it with it being a singular experience for one person to, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We both go wake up. happy. Yeah. Or I don't mind stopping it, by the way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, no, I, I definitely agree. But the reality is, there are more women who have never adult women who've never had an orgasm yep. or who don't um, who don't orgasm from penetration. Yep, they mm-hmm. need di- direct clitoral stimulation. Yep, you know, in order to orgasm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, I'm of that latter community, right? Why is that
2: unfortunate? Yeah, um, don't, well, that,
0: don't know, unfortunately, but but I am a part of that latter community right and Me too. So what you I've learned, learned is that you have to have a partner who's okay with introducing toys sometimes and yeah. that is a whole other dicey thing if you have men who isn't equally yoked with you about we're here for each other's
2: pleasure and gain fragile right? is what it is mm-hmm. masculinity yeah. so fragile that you're scared of a device Mm -hmm. I'm like, this thing, I got to plug it in to make it go. How are you afraid, (laughs) you know, or threatened by a device? And if, to your point, Leanne, you are focused on my pleasure, Mm -hmm. why would you not want to do everything possible? Because that's what I'm trying to do. Everything possible to satisfy my partner. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. Because I get
0: pleasure out of that as well, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's the first thing. I'll say is there needs to be more communication. So instead of people just jumping to sex, because sex also for me is a very mental thing, right? Mm -hmm. It starts up here before it starts down here. So having those conversations, understanding who this person is, right? Because I'm a whole different person now in how I engage with somebody Mm -hmm. than before, Mm
1: -hmm. right?
0: So now there has to be, some conversation, some understanding, you know, of and of who he is, who I am. Because yeah, I will stop it too. Now don't think I won't stop it if I am not enjoying if I'm not enjoying the engagement, the interaction. I'm literally going to, I have no problem with that. This yeah. really ain't working.
3: I feel like that's the real definition of self-care, Leanne.
0: Stop that shit <laughs> if up. get up. <laughs> so let's talk a little
2: bit about over. Can I say one thing before we oh, start yeah, go ahead, go quickly. ahead. Because I do wanna um, just emphasize what you said about orgasm not being the goal. In terms of one of the misconceptions, I think orgasm being the ultimate goal, and this is maybe controversial in some circles, but I, I do view that as a misconception. Because what you said about sex being able to be enjoyable without an orgasm, for me, is is true. And for many women, there are, there are folks who are, there are many folks who, um, are anorgasmic, so who just like can't have an orgasm, but who have enjoyable sex. And so the focus really is on pleasure. Am I having a pleasurable experience? Am I enjoying myself? Is my partner doing the things that could lead me to this precipice? Um, Is my partner doing the things that make me feel good, make me feel wanted, make me feel desired, um, make me feel sexy, make me feel like, yes, right. Like I I want this to happen. Is this an experience that's consensual, that's chosen, um, that's healthy? Do I feel safe? Do I know this person's status? Do they know my status? Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I think that you're to your point, there are so many things that make sex good. Um, And that yes, I love orgasms. I love to love it. And I've had really excellent, satisfying sex that didn't end in orgasm. Sometimes that didn't end in orgasm for either of us because sometimes it was the thrill that was the thing or the, you know, where we were that was the thing or what we were doing. And and as a dominatrix in particular, so little of BDSM is actually about sex, like sexual intercourse. Like so much of it is about how do you use and arouse and stimulate a person's, all of their other senses to bring about this real sexual experience. So I just wanted to say that, especially if you have listeners who are like, oh shit, like I'm not coming Is something wrong with me. I thought I was having fun. It's like, right, your sexual journey is yours to define. If you are fucking and not coming and enjoying yourself, then you're doing it right. Exactly. And
3: honey, would you not say that there are also different levels of orgasm? Like all of Absolutely. it is not the same. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So when I say I have to have an orgasm, I'm not talking about the big O every time. Like I have levels in this thing. You know what I'm yes. saying? You know, as long as we're reaching some of these levels, it's a great time.
0: So yeah. yes. Until you've had an extended one. I don't know about those. Okay. <laughs> I, I no, I had one that lasted like 15 minutes one time. No, no, no. Oh shit. I would that's not an that was it, it's that's
2: not like a job.
0: Point, you you barely survived, huh? You barely. Oh. made it. I couldn't make it stop. I was like, oh my God, make it stop.
2: <laughs> and God was like, no. <laughs> no, no. The and clitoris just, has 8,000 know, nerve endings. He right, will not life. stop. You
0: know, for, as a man, I feel like, okay, I did that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or we did that, you know. But let's see. So I want to talk a little bit about the BDSM because that, that kind of piqued my interest, my curiosity level. So when you're saying so tell me a little bit more about that, about it it really being more being less about the actual act of sex mm-hmm. and more about stimulating the other systems because I definitely think that's a major kind of misunderstanding that people have mm-hmm. about the BDSM world.
2: Yeah, huge misunderstanding. Um that yeah, there there definitely are people who like have sex with their partners or who engage in sex um, with clients, and so this is like no shade or shame to those people. But there are also just lots of us who don't or who engage in, in the um, in the kinks of it. It just it forces you to be more mindful. I think um, BDSM forces you. Um, whether you're the dominant or the person who's doing the kinks or the top, because you can be a top without being a dominant, um, and a dominant without being a top. So if you're the person doing the, the kinks, um, so if you're the person flogging, you're the person tickling, you're the person massaging, you're the person rubbing, um, you can, so like for me, orgasm denial is probably one of my favorite. Uh, things to do, which is intentionally getting someone incredibly riled up, incredibly aroused and not allowing them to come, right? Um, It's one definition of edging. So bringing someone to the edge of orgasm and walking it back. But you can do that through like extended touch of everywhere that's not your genitals. Like so often people go immediately to genital touch um, when it comes to sex. And there are so many erogenous zones on a person's body. Um, And like engaging in kink and like BDSM, the slowness really allow you to discover those things, right? It allows you to say like, okay, well, how do you respond if I drip hot wax on you? and then rub ice cold ice on you? Like, how do you respond Mm -hmm. if I drag my, you know, acrylic nails down your back? Like, how do you respond if I'm literally touching everywhere but your clitoris? Like, how do you respond if I'm, like, my mouth is inches away from your dick, but you can't move, you can't touch yourself, you're not allowed to do anything, or maybe you're restrained or you're tied up? And it forces you, there's a level of discipline and also a level of focus, right? Because I'll say for a lot of people's sexual experiences, how often do you get to be the focus, right? How often do you get to truly be the only thing that matters? And for me and the people who bottom for me, my goal is always like, I want you, there could be a million people watching us. And Leanne knows this because she's seen me do it, but I'm like, I get in the zone. And I'm like, when it's the two of us, it's the two of us. It could be 50 people watching us. And my job as the dominant, as the person who's curating this experience for you, um, is to build up like a wall. It's like a Marvel movie, <laughs> right? And I'm like building up this wall and visibility where it's just me and you. And it's just your pleasure that I'm focused on. And it turns me on. Like that level of intention turns me on. And I'm not... Touching their genitals. They're not touching my genitals. I'm not entering them. Um, They're not entering me. I have women who are not sexually attracted to women um, who engage me because that experience is unique, right? And that experience is less about, am I sexually attracted to the person who's doing this? And is really about, am I? sexually attracted to myself for real like am i enjoying the shit out of this and so bdsm just makes you it forces a person to get more creative to turn up their focus um and yeah to do i can make you come without ever entering you i've made women squirt from flogging um i've made men come from like talking them through it and but it requires a level of intention Time, taking my time and listening, listening Mm -hmm. to your partner, listening to what turns them on, listening to what it is that they desire um, and then curating that fantasy. Okay,
3: so So I I, I love that that you told you're you're educating them on all of that. Right. Because to Mm -hmm. me, what I feel like gets lost is people don't understand it's mostly about limits and pushing them. Finding out where yours is, where it isn't, right? Which is why it's so consent based, right? Which is why yes. there are safe words, right? Yes. Because it's all about you finding out about you and what your limits are on whatever side of the coin that you that you're working on, right? Absolutely. And you, and you might want to try different sides of the coin. so Because you might be better at one than the other, and you just didn't think that you would be. Um, yes. So I really feel like it's about limits, and it's about self-discovery. It's about, I mean, I just love that you're having this conversation, Leanne, because it's all about self-care, right? And I know people are like, well, why is this person that's a fractional chief operating officer on here talking about sex? Because my key thing is about designing your life, right? Yes. This supposed to fund it. But you're supposed to be funding an actual life. So, yes, I live in these different countries. I'm here in Argentina. When I when I go to the, I date local, right? And I have local experiences. Yay. Okay. And so, I mean, for me, it's all about having a full life. And a lot of the things that you learn about yourself carry over into this. It carries over into parenting. It carries over into everything. So, the more you know about yourself, the better you're going to be in all of these other
2: areas. Absolutely. Other Absolutely. Areas.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. I definitely agree. And sexual health, sexual pleasure is a part of our self-care, mm-hmm. right? When we take care of ourselves, we're not just talking about um, your weight, your mm-hmm. diet, right? All of, all of our systems are linked.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Everything is linked. When you're happy, when you're sad, these are a part of even healing, right? sex mm-hmm. use sex and sexual experiences can be used as healing mechanisms Absolutely. as well right i want i've always wanted to be a um to practice tantric arts mm-hmm. right um and i once had a guy offer that to me but i mm-mm, it just didn't feel right when when he said it it was like no thank you no thank you Yeah. Because it's about connection. It's about having and feeling right with that person. What you know, and again, like I like God has said, it's not about always being sexually attracted to that specific person. Because Mm -hmm. it's about the person, it's about the experience. Mm -hmm. Right. And we should all learn first ourselves, because you can't expect anybody else to know you if you don't know you. Amen. Right? What makes you happy? What turns you on. Right. for me if somebody's kissing up my back up the top part of my back up to my neck Ooh. that is a major
2: yes thing. we go <laughs>
0: together now <laughs> you know <laughs> what i mean we, you, oh, are my you are my oh, goal. don't don't play with me like are mm-hmm. you at you need lunch <laughs> like that you know um or a nice little right mm. and you have a lot of butt. I do. There's there a lot of it there. There's a lot of it there to be rubbed, right? And just finding what makes you happy. Yeah. So what do you guys think are some kind of fun, exciting, maybe out of the box ways that women can kind of learn their body and find out what excites them? Even if it's, oh, I really found out that I like a man with a nice juicy booty. Like, what are some ways that women can go about kind of finding and exploring and enhancing their own sexual pleasure? Come on, you want to kick
3: us off track? Sure, because sure. I'm thinking I'm just like, um, I think the first thing is to be open, right? To be open, um, because even when when I if I have a when I have a new sexual partner, right, I want him to do his thing before I start telling him what I like. Because what if he knows something to do that I didn't know about? And now I've cut off that by giving him something else. And now he's only focused on that. Right. So I think to be open to trying new things, to having new experiences, right, to prioritizing the fact that you want to have experiences, not just an orgasm. Right. And so Mm -hmm. you have to be open to what are new things. Um, A great way to discover yourself is to take yourself section by section right you can touch yourself Sex, what do i like in touching myself okay you have a partner you can say hey i, w- I would like to play this game with you um i want to go first <laughs> but uh could you you know just touch me in any way you feel possible just in my midsection right or just you know in, in my, my my chest you know what i'm saying um and then you do the same for that person but i think it's all about exploring I think that when you do what you know to do, then you have the same experiences over and over again. So you have to be open and look at it as an experience to be had. I love that.
2: Um, So I am a person who I'm sexually attracted to people of many genders. Um, I'm not just attracted to men. And for me, the key, I think, has always been about, like, the first person I was ever attracted to was myself. Which I think to some people sounds narcissistic, but I'm like, no, like, I really enjoy myself, and I really know how to have a good time all by myself. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Which, one, also opens me up to an array, because I'm like, oh, I'm just not willing to deal with people's bullshit, because I'm like, just for good sex, because I'm like, I actually... Ain't nobody going to fuck me like me. So I can, you know, now I got like a machine. I have all the toys. I have like a whole chest. I'm like, yeah, uh, you know, I I can do this. (laughs) Um, But I would say uh, for me, one of the key tips, things I tell my clients first um, is to really seduce yourself. So set some time aside. If you have kids or if you have like a significant other, uh, send them away. Send them somewhere. Or maybe take yourself away if that's easier. Um, a room for the night, or just like somewhere where you can get away. Get you some candles. Get get you a playlist. Get you some nice oil. Warm it up. Um, put you on. You know, like turn no devices. Put your put your devices on do not disturb. Um, maybe sometimes if this is, if this is something you're into, like take yourself to a nice dinner first, right? Or cook yourself a nice meal first, um, and really seduce yourself. The things that you want, um, another person to do first, do them for yourself. So like these finger tattoos I have, this one is on my, like my wedding finger. Cause I'm like, I am mine before I am anyone else's right. Yeah. And abiding by that, um, is such a gateway to unlimited, Pleasure. Um, and I would say, yeah, masturbate intentionally, right? Um, and not just skipping to your hands on, you know, your genitals, but really, um, really hearkening back to what Shay said, honestly, like touching yourself everywhere but there, touching yourself everywhere, go all around the areola but skip the nipple, right? Um reach back and like massage that back of your neck that can make the really sensitive parts. Um, Take your time putting on like lotion or oil and really like rub yourself down. Um, And seduce yourself and then make yourself um, deliver the pleasure that you want to yourself so that you know some strategies, but also not even just to know some strategies for someone else to get you off, but that you are reminded that your body is your home and you get to come home to yourself whenever you want. Right. You've had a long day, a bad day, shit's going wrong. You can always come home to yourself Um, and masturbation, especially intentional masturbation um, is a, is a great reminder of that. And I think is a a really great way um, to take care of yourself and to indulge in a deeply sensuous, sumptuous, pleasurable experience.
0: And I love that concept of, of um, seduce yourself, mm-hmm. right? Because if you don't feel sexy first, like for me, every anybody who knows me knows I'm a part, I'm a nudist. That's my preferred Yay. way to be, right? But I love lingerie too, mm-hmm. right? Do the things that make you feel sexy mm-hmm. by yourself not i want to look sexy for him or her but by yourself yes right. my goal even with my whole business of wake up happy sis is you making yourself a priority in your life mm-hmm. right you need to be the star player on your team yeah right yeah i'm the leading lady in my movie yeah right we're so used to putting everybody Ahead of us and everybody else's pleasure. That's great if you if you want to do that, but you also have
2: to know what pleasures you first too. Yeah, you know, and, and that's- like some of the things like I I have so many new like I take nudes for myself because mm-hmm. I'm like damn girl, you are fine. Okay, the nudes there for me. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and not to say that they can't be for other people too, but. You know, the first boudoir shots that I did, like they were for me. I, it wasn't like, oh, like who can I gift this to? It's like, I'm the gift. My do- boudoir shots are hanging up, okay? When when anyone comes, the cleaning lady comes, I'm like, yeah, baby, that's me. Okay, I want to shout out my uncle Charles who, who taught me that. Cause he had like done a erotic photo shoot with my aunt. I was traumatized, of course, as a child. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> um, and he was like, well, it's my bedroom. You should have been in there. And I was like, okay, all right. Be like, you ready? But as an adult, I actually do understand where I'm like, oh, this was about celebrating this, the like this relationship isn't or their relationship wasn't just about like loving each other. But it was also about pleasing each other, right? It was also about um, seeing each other as like deeply sexy and wanting to honor that and see that. Um, and as an adult, I can appreciate that. And I'm like, yeah, take the pictures for yourself. Do the things.
0: hmm no, definitely. I did a um, when we were in Jamaica.
2: I yes, did you did
0: the photo shoot. And there's one picture. Shout out to Mark.
2: Yeah. Mark the uh,
0: Mark was my photographer. There was one picture on the Hedo wall that I'm, I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send to you guys so you guys can see it. Not you, Tony, because you can't see it. Wait, I'm right gonna it. It's dope. But it's dope. And damn, dope. ain't
1: that kind of like uh? I know that you know, sex design, huh?
0: That's real. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm like, damn. Same y'all already sexist. been Y'all already <laughs> been just 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 told all men just straight up. I'm just listening, like, and I was raised in a house full of women. So what y'all, you know, I was taught all of the, nothing. Let me just be quiet because y'all just working my nerve. <laughs> Speak your mind, Tony. Don't be
0: mad. Don't be mad over here, Tony.
1: No, animals and and dogs get mad. You know what I'm saying. I'm just kind of like perplexed right now. You dig <laughs> know what I'm saying? But you know, I'm here to learn a little something. I'm well, here to learn the, something. The
0: difference is, and this is what I think: that one, we have to take our ego out of the equation first, right? And I think sometimes, no, just listen. Sometimes, and that's for men as well as women right? We have to take our ego out of the equation first. That's the first way that I learned that how to please other people was to take my ego out of it, right? Mm -hmm. And ensure that because originally, even though I wasn't about having an orgasm, it was still about me, 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 and not about us, not about a shared experience, not about enjoying that person. And like you said, God, it's about seeing that person as deeply sexy Mm -hmm. and wanting to please them and all of that. Because when my focus is on him and his focus is on me, there's no way that the two of us are not going to have an amazing sexual experience because you're focused on that other person, which is also bringing you pleasure. So we're not here saying that we're discounting men. I love men. Love the hell out of them. Love all the facts with all, not all the men because that sounded, but even if I did, that's my business. But I love it. I love engaging with men and learning who they are and learning about the things that bring them pleasure, right? And learning how you can push a person, like you said, to that point, and, you know, and take them over the top. And so it's a great experience for you and them. Right. But back to
3: my picture, you got me off what I was saying. I know. Right. But before you go back to your picture, I mean, to me, it's like what honey said. Basically, if you love you first, if you experiment and understand you first, you don't put such pressure on your act with another person. either. Yeah. I'm saying like some some of you don't know yourself and so your only chance you think of pleasure is when someone else does something to you that's a lot of weight on that one little incident that one little blip in the radar when you know yourself and you know how to pleasure yourself then there's not all of that weight you can't do things like this for another person because that's not your last chance at an orgasm and so I think that that was Important that you kind of brought it back, Leanne, to what honey was saying. But yeah, I want to hear about this picture. So did you see something and reenact it? Is that what you're telling me? It's a um, hot photo.
0: It's a hot Mark photo. is really good at you telling him kind of what you want to do. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But mm-hmm. I do have pictures of things that I've seen, right? Um, or things that I want to try, but I'm not I, I'm not good at that looking sexy thing. To me, it always is awkward as shit when I try it, it's like, what? You look flicted
2: when I try it.
0: So it takes a good photographer- I'm giving you the side eye because you are
2: not bad at being sexy. That's just not true. But in my mind, when
0: I see pictures of it, the expression always looks like I'm flicted somewhere in my life. But but this one picture is like laying on the wall. It's black and white. So that even just made it feel so much sexier. But looking at the pictures, and I posted some of them on Facebook, right? So people, I posted the one where I was where he tied me up a little bit. And it empowered me. I'm trying to figure out how I can, if I can put them on the mixed tiles because I don't know, you know, you can't always send everything out because that might be, you know, an issue. But where I can get some big ones printed so I can put them in my house. Yeah. And yeah if you come in my house, you probably are going to see some parts of my body. I mean, it is, it's my house. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think, they I think everyone should have, and everything should have, every woman should have a boudoir photo shoot mm-hmm. because it's so important that you feel sexy to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to circle back to that point and really drive that point home. Do the things that make you feel sexy
2: for mm-hmm. you. Yeah, you know, that yeah. is so important and do it now. Don't wait on yeah. something, don't feel like, oh, I gotta. So many uh folks right here like, oh, well, I have to lose weight first, I have to I do this first. It. And I'm like, what you are you? I hope you're not waiting to lose weight till you like have sex and have other pleasurable experiences. Why would you deny yourself? Um, uh, because of some, and I'm like, lose weight for what? You look good now. Take the pictures, take the it pictures. Is- sis. And even <laughs> as,
3: as we grow older, our body changes yes. you know, it's or just redistribution of weight. Right. Yes. So it gives you an opportunity to learn yourself all over again. It's yes. not that you're not sexy. You need, just need to learn how to be sexy again. So, um, you know, if, if you're not comfortable with nudity, then find the right lingerie that works for you. Not just one on the picture. Not just That's the one I mean. they want to tell you which one, you know, covers whatever you need to cover and shows whatever you want to show. Right. I just think that so often we're so busy looking on the outside when you should start with looking on the inside. What do you need to feel the way you need to feel? And then that's going to radiate outwardly. Because what people don't understand is judgmental people always have a bad judgment until you revoke their judgment. And then all of a sudden now you're confident, you're brave and all these things. But you with other words first. But if you stay with being brave and stay with being confident, and stay with this is what works for me watch you build a tribe of people that now start to cheerlead you. You just have to know yourself and and feel empowered with what you know about yourself. And so that goes over into are you going to wake up happy? Are you going to be able to pleasure yourself? Are other people going to be able to pleasure you? Uh, That's right. So let me do a little
0: station identification real quick. You are listening to Wake Up Happy Sis on KCCR The Brownstone, where we are changing the narrative for our Black and Brown people by telling our stories our way. So I want to, as we kind of wrap up, when we got like 10 minutes, left, I told you, the show goes so quick, okay. right? We need having a good conversation. So one of the things I want to talk about is for the woman, because I think this segues right, right from what you were saying, Shay, is for that woman who is struggling, right? To feel confident and to feel empowered in their sexuality, right? What are some tips that we can give them? We've already given them do what makes you feel sexy. I think you take a good boudoir shot and you get that one shot, that boss bitch shot, that does so much to boost a purse a woman or a man's confidence. What are some other things that they can do to kind of help trying to boost their confidence and open themselves up to their sexuality? Want
2: to start, Goddess? Uh sure. Um Yeah, so I would say a couple of things. Um, The first one, again, I mean, maybe controversial in some circles. Um, Hire a sex worker and (laughs) um, engage them in a session, right? Like hire a a dominatrix, like hire a pleasure coach, like hire someone who is down to actually through that process with you and partner with you um to discover that um experiment right like experiment in places and reading things and there's so many things you can do um even just like right from the comfort of your home um get on twitter see what kind of things turn you on um if you don't if you're worried about uh you know someone seeing your search go on twitter twitter has some of the like best that you'll see. See what turns you on. See what um, arouses you. And you don't have, that's something you don't have to share with anyone but yourself, right? Um, I'd also say the other thing is is engage a sex therapist. So especially if you're someone who might have trauma um, around sex, if you're someone who may like really have some other barriers um, that are blocking you from really living your best life and blocking you from being able to fully experience pleasure. um, Yeah, don't, there's no shame in working with someone who is certified, who done went to school, they done you know, learned some really important things um, just to help you. Like, that is such a gift to yourself. It could be such a gift to yourself. Um, and I would say, yeah, those are two things that people can do. You yeah. H- hire you a pleasure professional who is, I'm aware, like, yeah, my focus is you. You don't have to worry about what you can do for me. It's like, it's you. It's all you Um, and that exploration and that journey can be curated for you. And you can have someone, um, you should vet them of course, like, you know, make sure that they're who they say they are doing what they're supposed to do. Cause there are definitely, you know just like any other place in the world there are people who will prey on folks who are newer to kink and other lifestyles. So definitely make sure, you know, who are your people who who knows you who's your community you know you want to vet people um but yeah hire a pleasure professional i would highly recommend that um for people who are engaging in this journey go some of the places like get yeah, go to hedonism go places experiment with nudity um experiment with some of the low stakes things um and yeah i think that those those are some 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 good ways what about you,
3: Shay? Any thoughts? Any, yes. Any- you know, that's rare, rarely a time I don't have a thought. Uh-huh. Uh, but yes. So I just feel like, you know, everything is connected, right? Everything in life is connected and how you approach things can be the same. It could work the same for any area of life. So in business, when you want to know something, you research and you educate yourself, right? Me living in these different countries where I don't know anybody when I get there, all that kind of stuff, I feel like the antidote to any fear you have is going to be education, right? It's going to be familiarizing yourself with it. Um, One of the ways I think in sex that you can easily familiarize yourself because you're not really scared of yourself for you. You're really afraid of being judged, right? Mm -hmm. That's what it is. So go to some people that you've had sexual encounters with and ask them, what was their experience, right? One of my favorite things to do is to ask a man, how did it feel to be inside of me? What what do I smell like? What do I taste like? All of these things. I'm gathering information, right? What about me made it a pleasurable experience for him, right? Now I'm giving myself pleasurable experiences from someone else to fill my head instead of the things that I fear being judged by, right? So you can replace those negative thoughts with great experiences yeah. based on someone else's experience with you. And I think that's easy to do, right? Because if you, I mean, if you can let somebody inside you, you can ask them questions. Come on, ask them questions.
2: And if you can't ask them a question, should they be inside you?
3: Exactly. man. And so I feel like that that brings about a whole nother Um, part of the experience where you're getting to know yourself through other people, right? Because there's a power in knowing how you affect people. There's a Mm -hmm. power in how people see you. You know what I'm saying? There's a power in knowing how people um, truly enjoy you rather than what you just think they enjoy. And you might be pleasantly surprised. Some of the things that you felt like was a negative is the very thing that turned them on. And so that can help change your view of some things. And so I really feel like you can you can help to curate these experiences and your pleasure and wake up happiness if you can feel like you can pull in the experience of other people and how they experience it. You know, and I think for me to add to
0: that is own your sexuality first, mm-hmm. right? own it i tell people all the time i'm living my best whole life or whatever because the con that the connotation around hoe needs to go away yeah right as a negative i'm i'm sorry you can call me what you want because last no, i do check- i'm pro
2: ho in these parts
0: yeah, yeah my, my, my bills are paid bad. over
2: here i handle oh, my really? business
3: for no. me i feel like for someone to be able to call you a hoe either you telling too much of your own business um or they don't know you at all right and so why do you even care but if you're afraid of being called a whore, and keep your business to yourself i mean you don't have to let other people know your business they don't have to know how many partners you've had and what 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 you're out here doing or whatever they don't have to know if you're afraid of getting labels that you can't handle shut up then how about that talk to the people that are <laughs> But I think a lot of it
0: is rooted in, in how we were raised, right? Yeah. We were raised that some of these things are negatives. So a lot of women have, and I found a lot of Black women in particular, have these thoughts about what sex is supposed to be, how I'm supposed to be as a sexual being, right? Yeah. So their fear of being judged came from a place of, Women don't do this, good women don't do this. She's a little yep. shit like that. You don't wear yep. red lipstick, you don't do this, you don't do that, right? Yes. So we have to first get rid of all those stigmas, yes. all of the things that have been taught to us, and that's what one of the things you said early on, Goddess, is that we got to get rid of all of those labels, all the things and they put upon us, yeah, and own our sexuality. That's the first mm-hmm. thing I would say is learn how to own. That sexuality. Figure yeah. out who you are and what you like, and own that shit. It doesn't mean you telling everybody in the world you're only exactly. you. You're owning it for you. But I share.
2: Good. Shit. You yeah. But you are, you want, also, when I look at my bills, when I look at, I'm like, what? Exactly. You pay none of them. That's why. Like,
3: me, why do No way. But I just want people to know who are afraid of the judgment and the judgment is stifling them. They can get to know themselves and get to be freer without telling people before you're sure. comfortable with it, sure. right? It's sure. like anything else, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they tell you that in entrepreneurship, right? Like if you have a dream, don't tell it to dream killers, right? I want you yep. to do the same thing about your pleasure. Like it's fine to keep it to yourself until mm-hmm. you have curated enough to where you're strong and sharing it and who you are. Everybody's yep. not, you know, I feel like I've been strong since I was two like I don't care what you know about me like I'm gonna be me the way I want to be me but I, yeah. I do know that everybody's not like that and so what I have learned is if you know that people are going to have something to say then don't give them anything to have anything to say about until you are ready right yeah. it doesn't mean you yourself forever but it does mean while you're cultivating this
2: in yourself it's okay to keep that piece of you to you it's yeah. okay Cause it's yours, and it gets to be sacred, and it gets to be again like yes. your safe space. You are, you can cultivate a safe space within yourself, right? So that you you get to have that. You don't have to wear the labels that people give to you. I love that. I love that. Well, we're
0: out of time. I told you, this show goes so quick, and Tony just been over there sitting quiet.
1: <laughs> you all right over there, Tony? You okay? yeah I'm fine. I told you I was just gonna sit back and listen back and to listen. to y'all cause man i I need another show to 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 to, to counteract what was being nah. said right here. You know what I'm saying because a lot of it what y'all was saying was valid but it's a lot of it that y'all put in there that to me as a man is 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 mythical. You feel what I'm saying? It's real mythical. I'm 64 years old. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't experience everything that 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 has been experienced doing sex in 64 years. That I feel has opened me up to a whole new world of possibilities. You know what I'm saying? First and foremost, for me, uh, anything dealing with sex, first, it has to be self pleasure first. You know, nice. if, if if I don't know what turns me on, then like you said earlier, one of the queens said earlier, then I can't expect no the, the lady to know how to turn me on if I ain't experienced with myself. So we have to first seek self pleasure first and foremost, yeah. be it masturbation but, Tony, or whatever. You know, what you saying? So, Tony,
3: do you? But do you understand that a woman's journey is different than your journey? Yeah, so it's, it's yeah. Way- like when we talk about wake up happy bro, we know y'all start with self play, right? You're taught it's, it's cute for you to play with your joystick, right? Look yep. at him playing his first game, you know what I'm saying? Yep. You're taught that it's okay, you're taught that you are supposed to seek your okay, place. Wait, 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 hold up. wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait a, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, yeah. Are you talking about taught as far as in the household or being no, shown? Okay, then. what well, well, say society, because when you say taught, the first thing I'm thinking of, well, I learned everything at was at home, first and foremost. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But,
3: but
0: so you, when you
1: taught say
3: taught. You're taught by different things. You're taught yeah. by your parents. You're taught by your siblings. You're taught by your friends. You're taught by society. You're taught by yep. school. Like you said, we're of a certain age where we still have education in school. So you're taught, period. All of the yeah. things that came in and had an influence. But your influence was more so, it's okay for you to get pleasure and
2: get it. That should be your point first. That's yep. not our experience. Mm-hmm. Yep. And even sex education is taught from a perspective that one is like very hetero. And then two is primarily about like, for girls, it's like, oh, you need to like not get pregnant. You need to like not get SED. You, the responsibility is on you, is on you um, to not do these things as though, women and girls snap our fingers and then become pregnant. And what I'll say, I know we're over time now, but the thing that's difficult is, so one, and this is probably like me from my dominant perspective, but listening, getting to have three women have this conversation and be party to it is a, is a privilege and a gift. And it's hard. I'll be, I'll be honest and say it's hard for me to hear you say that some of the things that we said are mythical because that's a direct denial of our experience and our truth. Yeah. And so my feedback would be, for exactly what you just did right now. So everything is a microcosm of life. The bedroom is just a microcosm of what we experience in our life. Having our own experiences in the bedroom, having our own pleasure, having our own stories denied um, by people who could not know what it is to be us is a regular occurrence. Mm -hmm. It's a regular occurrence. so even though it probably was not your intention, you did it just then by being like, "Oh yeah, some of what y'all said was valid, but some of what y'all said was bullshit." Because um, I'm like, "Nah, all of what we said was valid. And even if you have a different opinion and I'm a speaking, different
1: experience, I'm speaking all of my what truth. We said was I'm valid. speaking, I'm speaking my truth, and you can feel that way about what you saying because what you say to you is valid to you, just like what I'm saying to me is valid to me." You feel what I'm saying? You know, first and foremost, we must all understand and realize that all of us have been misinformed by misinformed people our entire life, our entire life. So when we get into self care, first and foremost, first I gotta find out who the hell I am first. I gotta gotta figure out me first, you know what I'm saying? And coming up in a strong household of five black strong women, Mm -hmm. no male influence in my house, period. I didn't have that male role model that showed me no other things and nothing of that nature. So I had to learn everything from a female's point of view because I was raised in the house of females. You feel what I'm saying? So I understand everything what y'all saying, but it hit, it hurts it hits a nerve because it, it 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 hit me from a male point of view whereas if I would have had Any kind of male role model in my life to give me an example, the visual example of how I should do certain things as a male, in a male form, then I could probably interject a little bit differently from what I've been interjecting. You know what I'm saying? Or just sitting back listening and observing. Because, like I say, at 64, I'm still learning. You know, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. You know what I'm saying? And. Yeah, like right now, I, I learned something about me that I didn't even know was there until God has brought it up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that means now I, think, I got you to, you so, to so 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 now so now what I got to do is I got to go get in that mirror. At the
3: same time. So yeah. you, we don't have to dishonor anything about your story for it to be true and uh, for our stories to be true and you don't have to dishonor anything about our stories for your story to be true. And I think yeah. that that's the the end
0: yep yeah and at the end of the day everybody's experience everybody's journey through life is going to be different right yeah. and all of our all of our stories are valid because they're our stories right yeah. and there may be conflicts with my experience and how god has said stuff how Shay says stuff and how you see stuff that's okay and that's why we have this conversation so yeah. that we can bring these things to light so that men understand from a woman's perspective. Because being raised by women and being taught by women is not the same as being a woman. So I while I
1: understand you have just that, just that just, just flip you know I mean? the script. Because y'all do right. you know what I'm saying? Flip the script. Right. Because you can't tell me nothing thing. about being a man because you
0: ain't no man. Exactly. It's yeah. the same exact thing. Nobody's saying a man needs to do this, a man needs to do this. Our whole point well, that's today, not this show. Right. Our whole point today was showing women and empowering women to learn about their sexual pleasure and their sexuality. Right. And that involves men in some cases. We're not devaluing men or making them trying to feel any kind of way, but our experiences with men, there's a lot of similarities in, in most women's experience with men. That's just the reality. But we gotta go because we over time. Cause we could have a whole nother hour on that topic. And maybe Sound you know, like we a men like and women's panel. Bro. Right. we do gonna work the on good. a men and women's panel so we can have another yeah. another topic, a discussion about this that allows men to share their opinion as well. So don't yeah, worry.
1: This was like straight one sided right here, Zach. Well, it's But it's cool, cool. It's cool though. It's six. cool. It's cool. This is oh, a wake show. Up for
2: happy women. It's a show about Wake Up Happy Bro, that's another show.
1: Oh, ain't that some but I'm a co-host so in essence you supposed to look at me as a co-host you know what I'm saying so yeah. if if in if this wake up happy sis, then you put the you, put the you put the you put the you put the little uh two snaps on it then in when you see me man <laughs> <laughs> you have to
3: remember the target of the show the yes, target is in the service of women We're not taking it back to the male experience, but you can use your male experience to come and help women to wake up more happy as your sister. You could do that all day because that's what
0: this show is is for and will always remain for women. Doesn't mean that I do not invite men in to discuss on the topics, but it may feel one sided to men because this show is a safe space for my sisters and myself to learn, to grow, to connect and to feel safe having those discussions, right? But like you said, that might be a better, another, not even better, a different conversation that we can have and have a panel. I'm open to that, but I'm always gonna be in service of my women first Very and good. foremost. So let's wrap up this show. I wanna thank everybody for listening because it got a little hot at the end. I, you know, I like it hot and spicy. So, you know, we like all that, but I wanna thank y'all for listening. And I wanna make sure that we're continuing the conversation right? These are conversations that have to happen. So we'll definitely be having another powwow. And hopefully my beautiful guests will uh, show up again and we can have a panel with a couple of guys who want to come on and let's talk about it. We ain't arguing about it. We're just going to talk about it and have a good debate. And let's see if we can meet somewhere in the middle where they understand us and we understand them a little better. So goddess, Honeybee, tell people where they can find you, how they can connect with you. You
2: can connect with me. You can follow me on Instagram. My account's keeping deleted, but for right now, you can follow me at at it'sgoddesshoney underscore B I T S G O D D E S S H O N E Y underscore B. Um, And at some of my, you can get most of my links from there. Okay, let's
3: see.
2: That's it right there. Is that so, right,
0: guys? That's is that right? Can you see it? She might not be able to see it from the front. Yeah. I don't all right. Know. I
2: can see it. That's it. So that's
0: that's where you can connect with her. Learn all about her. And mm-hmm. Shay, let the people know how they can connect with you, learn about what you do. Don't you got you got something coming up soon too?
3: I do. So um you can find me at, at Shay Cannon C O O everywhere. Um, so at sign Shay Cannon C O O on all platforms, um, and I do, I have a, a retreat coming up in Mexico, um, and so that's at shaycannoncom forward slash retreat, and um, yeah, it's, I'm calling it Rest and Revenue uh, Edition, uh, because there's an actual rest incorporated in the experience, um, and yeah, I invite you to come in and take part. I would love it.
0: And Tony, tell the people how they can get in with you, how they can connect with
3: you.
1: Yeah, you can catch me at the Eye of the Storm at uh, Spreaker.com uh, five days a week because that's my baby, that's my platform. But you can also catch me every Saturday and Sunday at KCCR Radio, the Brownstone, baby. Man, this month is all Lady Song show for the rest of the month. Nothing but female artists is on the show. So that's oh, Saturday you. and Sunday. From 7 to 9 p.m., KCCR Radio, the Brownstone Worldwide, where we are changing the narrative of how we tell our story. Once again, thank you, Queens, for allowing me to be here. This was kind of, like, interesting for me. You know what I'm saying? It was interesting. Mm. And I'm going to keep that in mind because the name of this show is Girl... I, I keep I I forget that part. I forget that part when I come here, cause like Leanne make me feel like I'm I'm one of the crew. So I forget that part sometimes when I come in. That you it's are. really a girl, yo, you know. So that's my bad, cause sometimes like I tell her, I always try to touch until my female side. So sometimes I get confused. I suffer from CRS. Can't remember <laughs> shit sometimes. So you know. <laughs> I love y'all. Thank you so much.
0: You you know you are part of the crew, right? And you you, you know you're welcome on any show I do. Because we do need different perspectives, right? And you help bring that. You bring good value. So don't trip. We ain't always got to look. People do not always agree. That doesn't make us any less family. Amen. Amen. Thank y'all for joining. What does Brother Simon say? God bless and good night i know right Keep so that. make sure you guys come in a little bit later we've got the lunch mix going on we also have at later on we've got girl your money matters and we also have marshawn Alanian coming in with her show so make sure that you stay tuned to kccr the brownstone to get all of this goodness baby we giving it to you five days or seven days a week yep. see you later